0: ¡Gracias! Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox-Starks. Hey guys, I hope you're doing well. I've been trying to get my uh, phones charged. They just, the battery just on both my phones, even my new one, drained. (laughs) It's been plugged in for two hours and I have a whopping 25% or something. I don't know. I think I'm using the phone while it's plugged in. That might be an issue. (laughs) It's nothing paranormal. It's just, nah, it's just me trying to uh, make my phone work over time again. <laughs> we are at a 98 on the Ascension Symptoms Scale today. So we're still pretty up there, getting blasted by so much energy still. I took Doriel's advice, Master Doriel, who I channeled last night in my show, And as soon as I finished the show and published it, I was burning up. I was so hot and sweaty. And I just decided to take a couple deep breaths, relax, release, and let go of my resistance. And I put myself in a state of acceptance of everything. And I imagined packets of light going into my body and fixing everything. And I went back to a normal temperature. <laughs> I mean, it only took five minutes. So I thought that was maybe the most awesome advice I've heard in a long time in regards to the ascension. Every time I started to feel hot all day today, I would just take a couple of minutes, close my eyes, accept the information, and I'd go immediately back to a normal temperature. So Whereas I was thinking all this was just a bunch of hot flashes and I'm in early menopause, that's not at all the case because otherwise you can't stop a hot flash with, you know, a deep breath and closing your eyes, right? <laughs> right? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, my period stopped a couple years ago, but many uh, light workers said that that was going to be happening. That the, and I keep asking my higher guidance, am I, am I in menopause? Am I early menopause? Do I have a health issue I need to address? And I again and again and again keep getting the same answer over and over. You're in ascension. You've already passed You know that part. And basically from now on, women can control whether or not they breed. so you don't need a period since you don't want to breed but if you wanted to breed I guess the periods would start which begs the question I've had tubal ligation surgery and cannot get pregnant was that um, healed (laughs) I kind of need to know right Uh, there's a lot of weird reproduction (laughs) reproductive questions I've got lately um, it's very, very weird. And so I, I I honestly don't know. <laughs> I can't answer the questions to it because I don't truly know. I probably need to see a doctor. When I come back, I plan on seeing a doctor. Did go, you know, maybe we ought to check this out. I mean, maybe I'm missing a vitamin or a mineral. And maybe my, I'm crazy and my higher guidance didn't tell me that. But if that's true, then how come Aluna Ash mentioned that in her podcast a year ago? That women are going to stop having their period. And I think I might have heard it from Lisa Transcendence Brown. Um, this other lady that I now no longer follow has mentioned her periods had been heavier, which was weird, but then she went into her very negative state. So I think she's not really, I think she's doing the false ascension thing and she's not aware of it yet. Hopefully she'll figure it out and come out of that weird tailspin. She was in a few weeks ago, but that lady I complained about remember about a, a week ago, she did complain about having super heavy periods. Whereas other people were saying, you know, how weird is it that I we just don't have periods anymore. And some of the women were in their 30s, so it didn't make sense. I don't know. Sorry guys for the girl talk or the women woman talk. <laughs> Girls don't have their periods. <laughs> Cause the minute you have it, you became a woman. I think, right? Isn't that what they told us? <laughs> And then somehow miraculously, the first time you have sex, bum 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 bum, girl, you'll be a woman soon. Do you remember that song? What? Wait a minute. Is he talking about her having her period? <laughs> or is he having? Is he talking about her having sex with him? <laughs> That song has always been super awkward for me when I heard it. (laughs) But now I'm like kind of putting more things together. (laughs) Oh my God. So, all right, I'm going to read to you guys the Schumann resonance scale. All right. This is actually pretty exciting because yeah, we actually have (laughs) scientific evidence to back up how we're feeling at 13 o'clock UTC time, it says the calm did not last long at 23 UTC yesterday. The movement started again with two quote unquote introductory peaks for only 9 99 We'll give you introductory peaks <laughs> uh, just above 20 Hertz. What? Appears to be a powerful activity. So far began at 6 UTC with 20 Hertz again. And then passed at 35 Hertz at 745 AM. And to what for now is the strongest peak at 55 Hertz at 10 AM UTC. Well, that's pretty cool. Then it says 1700 clock report four hours later they write the 55 hertz peak reportedly reported previously was followed by another at 52 hertz at 11 UTC after this last the amplitude quickly returned to normal values so cool 55 I can't drive 55 (laughs) Oh I how was that Sammy Hagar? That was like literally the one line of the one song that they used over and over and over again when he played at the University of North Dakota back in the 1980s when I was in high school. And for some reason, that one line of that one song—I don't really know much about his music, but I know that line (laughs) because that was a year before they put out. Um, a, a commercial about motorcycles that I, wa- I thought was one of the cl- most clever radio ads ever because it was using these men's uh, voices to mimic the sound of the motorcycle they were talking about and it was like hun da 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 <laughs> and yum ah, ha and I'm like that was like some of the most clever, clever advertising ever and for some reason I can't drive 55 stuck in my mind and that so when I think of radio and Grand Forks, North Dakota those are like literally the two ads that always come to my mind and it's weird that it's ads that come to my mind and not other things but (laughs) I don't know I did a a research study once on how people were feeling about religion, but I waited till the last freaking minute. And all my friends were drunk when I was trying to do the paper and they didn't understand the questions. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to interview like 20 people. So after I interviewed like my mom and my stepdad and my drunken friends, I called every radio station in a hundred mile radius and talk to the DJs at like three o'clock in the morning that's the only other thing I remember about radio stations in Grand Forks is I asked if they believed in God and what did they actually believe (laughs) I mean this is going back like oh I don't know 38 years ago Or no, 28 years ago. No, I don't know how old am I. I'm 50. And I was 18. So yeah, thir- like 32, 32 years ago, <laughs> I interviewed complete strangers that happen to work at radio stations, and they each asked me, "Why are you calling us? <laughs> Why are you calling me?" I'm like, "Well, you're up, aren't you? <laughs> I'm trying to get my paper done. It's three in the morning." They're like, "Are you specifically targeting?" Radio DJs. I'm all now. I'm specifically targeting people that are awake and bored as you know what. Uh, <laughs> See, I've been at this uh, this whole thing a long, long time. I have been really interested in spiritual stuff a long time. And what's weird is I, I've been thinking about Art Bell for days and days and days. In fact... This lady contacted me um, about my podcast. She's in Jamaica, and she's in the process of creating her own podcast, which will help people get over um, massive amounts of emotional pain because she has a lot of pain, and she's working through it. And she's trying to find all the different ways in which people work through pain. And I thought, what a beautiful idea for a po- for a podcast. And she's got a beautiful voice and someone had criticized her and said, well, you too, you sound too childish to be a, a podcaster and you know who the, who the hell you think you are just give it up already. And people were like really down talking her and she's surrounded by a lot of negative people um, and also jealous people. And so I was telling her, you know, when I started telling uh, my friends about my podcast, um, a couple said, yeah, I'll listen to it. And then they never did for a long time. And then one guy said, I'm going to listen to it immediately. He was like super, super sweet. And then he listened to it and, and he said, to be honest, I was only able to listen to about 20 minutes of it because I'm, you know, super, super busy with my life. I've got a family. I've got a wife, you know. It's like this guy's in retirement, dude. It's like, I don't know. I know you don't have a job. Like, what are you really doing that you couldn't listen to one episode for like one hour? In fact, the one he picked was like 46 minutes or something. So he listened to half of it and then, oh, I couldn't really. And it's okay that it wasn't his his deal. You know, he's a Christian and fully Christian and some of my stuff is controversial for people that are Christian and I understand that and I'm okay with his honesty about that. It's like he's like, Well it's not really my deal. Like I didn't really think it was your bag. It's cool. It doesn't have to be. I'm I'm grateful that you even listened, you know, thank you. And it was nice. It was super honest. But then when he said, Well, I think honestly though most of your episodes are over an hour long and nobody's gonna really be interested in listening to it so you might want to you know narrow it down back again to like maybe 30 minutes or something like okay well thank you I'll take that into consideration and I came home and of course you know wondered and was a little upset by it not not at him he's a sweetheart and you know I appreciate his um input but I thought about it a lot and a lot and a lot and I have tried to limit every single episode since he told me that actually. And I've maybe limited my episodes by 10 minutes or something, maybe five. And it just is just, it is what it is. It just seems to be the natural length for me to make a podcast is around an hour to an hour and a half. And, um, I started thinking about it, like really deeply thinking about it. And then I realized, you know what? Art Bell started Coast to Coast AM, I don't know, in the 80s, the 70s. And he just passed away, God rest his soul, a couple years ago. Or like a, a year ago, maybe. No, it was last year, before my, before my son left. It's like, yeah, like a year and a half ago. I mean, we were so upset that we downloaded a ghost communicator MVP onto our phone onto my phone and we sat and we talked to art Bell because he came through on the EVP he was so excited because he said if ever I go if ever you can whoever you are I want you I want to prove life is real beyond where we are and, and we had him on it and we I mean, not MVP. (laughs) He's my MVP, my most valuable player. I mean, I'm sorry, EVP, Electronic Voice Phenomenon. You know, I downloaded the app, the Ghost Communicator, and heard Art's voice talking directly to me. And, And we were crying. We're like, we can't believe you're gone, Art. Oh, my God. We love you so much. And you know what he said? Something he would have normally said. We both heard it. We looked at each other shocked. He said... You're you're so kind. Thank you for that. Really, it means a lot. And we were like, oh my God, that's really Art Bell. But I've been thinking a lot about him, and you know, this guy. He had his show started every night at ten o'clock, and he this was before the internet, before people even had cell phones. You know, people had those giant ass cell phones, that were like bigger than their heads, and cost like a hundred dollars a minute or something insane. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, we go back to watching like early 80s movies, and it's like the rich Wall Street guy with this phone bigger than his head and the antenna. It's so insane. <laughs> oh, technology, and that was like so cool back then. <laughs> but, but, um, also the boom boxes and the roller skates. That's a whole nother whole nother ball game. But, oh my god, this movie is make me laugh so hard now. But we were so cool. And now we look back, we're like, oh my god, that's so weird. But <laughs> but um, back in the day, I mean Art Bell he started his his show at 10 o'clock at night. And I think I remember him saying that people told him, you're never going to make it. Who's up at 10 at night? People have to work. People are going to sleep. Well, he became syndicated around the world, and he was the number one talk show host in the whole freaking world for like 40 or 50 years. I don't even know how long. I've got to look it up. But he was number one, and he started at 10 o'clock at night. And he went until 2 o'clock in the morning and people were missing a lot of work and a lot of sleep. People would 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 move their lives and their schedules around his show. Now I'm not comparing myself at all, not even a minuscule little bit to his show and you guys are more than welcome to catch up on the weekends and listen for free. I mean, Art had it so that he recorded every show and you could pay for it later. Um, you have to pay a subscription fee, twenty, twenty-five dollars, <laughs> and then he had sponsors, and he had sponsors around the world, you know. But he didn't make a lot of money. He was just a very humble guy, and the money he did make, he he spent it on his big toys, you know. <laughs> and the last toy he bought was a drone, and he had a video of the drone going up and looking back at him and going then going into the clouds and that was like literally the last thing he did right before he died I mean it's like so perfect it was so perfect he died um, of a sudden like he took some medicine that interacted with each other and it killed him it was just like such a quick like what the hell I feel weird he went into the hospital he goes I don't at all feel good and then all of a sudden that was it next day he was dead he died in the night you know, God rest him. God rest his soul. But, I mean, I was thinking about this, you know, and this lady was saying, well, they were complaining about this. I'm like, well, people complained to me about the length of the time, you know. But, I mean, if Art Bell's was for four hours and mine's only 90 minutes, I don't think I'm doing it too long. But my other good friend, Peter Luigi, just told me I'm grateful. you're I just said this yesterday. I'm grateful your show is so long, sister, because, you know, honestly... I like it. It's relaxing. Your voice is great and I love to hear you and I miss you. Peter Luigi and I, um, we would take my kids out, like, you know, to his, he had a swimming pool at his place. Um, he lives like in a complex with a lot of people and there's a swimming pool there. And we'd go swimming sometimes. We'd go out occasionally, like, for ice cream or whatever. He and I had lunches all the time at, his best friend Henry's restaurant it was like half Chinese half Japanese restaurant and when I say half literally you walk in and the first half of the restaurant is all Japanese style and then you (laughs) and that was because his mother was Japanese and then you go over like a little bridge that they called the friendship bridge and underneath the friendship bridge was a koi pond And after you cross over to the French friendship bridge, the whole restaurant was Chinese or no, it it was opposite. It was like Chinese and then Japanese. And that was because his father was Chinese. And I'm like, that is one of the coolest restaurants that I've ever been to. And they will say, you know, you could order Chinese or Japanese food here either way. I mean, you could get the best tempura or sushi or, like the best Chinese in the whole wide world. And they've been there, God, I think it's going on, like 60 years. He ended up marrying a woman whose family had their Chinese restaurant for like 100 years in that area. (laughs) I'm like, that is like the coolest thing ever. But we used to go to this restaurant, and hey, Peter, I know you're going to listen to this episode, and you're going to like smile so big. But some of my best memories literally was hanging out with Peter, hanging out with Henry, and um, sometimes I would want to go into the tatami room because I'd want to eat a lot, and they would shut the doors, and Henry would come in, and he would have his break, and we would just... Talk and laugh and just—I mean, sake. We would drink sake. And Henry, his dream was, even though he ran a restaurant, was to have him—you know—to be a masseuse. So he would massage my hands or my feet while we talked, and it was just sweet. It was, and then he'd be like, "Oh, we're working on a new dish. Here's this Chinese food," and just great and beautiful memories. And so I'm glad that you know at least my voice can provide some kind of comfort and friendship from literally a whole continent away. (laughs) And I'm so happy that we're doing all this over the Internet. Internet radio is amazing, and it's marvelous, and I'm grateful I'm in syndication, and it only took me a couple months. I mean, usually a radio show on a radio station will only be heard within, like, 100 miles or 50 miles, depending on literally the size of the antenna and then they have to sell it to, they have to sell it to the next station over and you have to, you need an agent or a manager to do it. And it's like so intense, like Art Bell scraped and scrapped his way up the pile of shows to literally be the number one talk show in the world talking about bizarre crap <laughs> paranormal paranormal witches demons you know just weird conspiracy theories people that wear tinfoil hats you know and my show is pretty much the same as far as the weirdness factor and the paranormal factor and the bizarre stories and I mean, I'm trying to follow in his footsteps a little bit. I'm not nearly as skeptical as he was, and I don't interview as many people as he did, and my show's only an hour and a half long at most and you know, but he is my idol, and, and if I was going to model my life after anybody it's 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 dear old art who I love with all my heart. <laughs> you know, he was an amazing human and I always wanted to be interviewed by him and I actually spoke to him on the phone a couple times and before he died when he had, he did start an internet radio show and I ended up writing the news for him and not all the news. He had a team. He had like 20 of us and we even had a writer's group on Facebook for a while, just a closed private group between all of us. And we talked about what stories we're working on. It was really fun. And Amy, I can't remember the name of her podcast now, but she, she does more of a hard hitting weird news, paranormal news type of show. And, um, she's really good. Her voice is amazing. She was so awesome, but she was our editor and she was in charge of all of this. Cause she had been in radio herself, like actual radio on the radio, not like internet only. And, um, I don't know, it was just good times. I mean, back when I lived in Detroit, that's I started working for Art Bell, and I was being paid for my news stories, and I got to, unfortunately, announce the death of my friend Jim, and I also got to announce the death of another man that I knew who was in charge of MUFON back when I was a MUFON um, field investigator and researcher. And I'd taken the test, I'd taken all the stuff to be a researcher. So pretty much I wanted to be Scully when I grew up. <laughs> and I did all that. And it's like weird. I just I got I was just at the right place at the right time to write the obituaries for two people that I loved very much. Jim O'Connell was the um the founder of the TV show Experiencers, which never really got to air because right when they're getting everything lined up, he died of mysterious circumstances and his executive producer and I were, are still great friends. And, um, he and I had become really good friends and he was going to interview me about my abduction experiences, which I've talked about on the show, on my show now still getting the word and the message out of that, you know, but, um, Life is really strange. I don't know. I'm trying so hard to do this podcast and my numbers are growing. So thank you guys for spreading the word and telling your family and friends that are every bit as weird as we are (laughs) to hear the show. I mean, I'm really grateful for it. I mean, we are in the middle of the most insane part of humanity where we are moving up to another dimension. It just barely sounds real. And a lot of us are barely keeping our you know what together. And, you know, we all have to stick together. Hashtag soul tribe, hashtag soul family. And that's um, how it is. And it's hard, man. It is hard to find people with information that's similar to the information you've got, you know, like where you could actually get together and have a conversation about those things, you know? And, um, my, my youngest kid just found, this is so amazing. He found a guy who's just a few years older than him who is, has a degree in psychology and they're both interested in magic and the same stuff. And this guy's becoming his best friend quickly. And we've lived here like over a year and a half now. And, You know how hard it is to find someone like that anyway, anywhere in the world. And my son just happens to find a guy that he could talk to, mostly in Spanish. (laughs) But my son had to learn Spanish and we had to live here. And this guy just moved here not that long ago. And they're out they just they went out to the river tonight and they're lighting a candle so that they could sit together in silence and focus on positive energy and this ascension. I'm like, oh my god, this from my kid who a year ago thought I was part of a damn cult, and would I please stop watching those crazy YouTube videos already? I mean, he would make up songs, like songs to make fun of me, <laughs> and rap songs about how I'm out of my freaking mind, <laughs> and he would be laughing. He's a comedian too. He's a he is a Hayoka shaman. <laughs> And he didn't know. And now he knows. And he's like, I'm so excited about my spirituality and the way I'm learning about my internal magic and my my genetic, my hereditary witchcraft that just runs in our blood. And it's so pure. That energy is flowing through us and we're there. He's like, I feel so free. And I, And he's like, now he's like, today he put on Um, this necklace that he had charged with positive energy. And it it gave him like kind of a, it, it was a shock, but not in a bad way. It was like, it was like a, like a rush of energy. And he's like, oh my gosh, like he really did it. He really did put positive energy. And when he put that necklace on, he was like, wow, I really feel it, mom. I mean this is from a kid who told me I was full of crap for uh, for saying I I feel energy and people are going to think I'm weird and no one's going to like me and this is probably why I'm not going to have any friends in my life and in my old age he's going to really worry about me. I mean this is like stuff real concerns he had like really, like 3 years ago in Lima he was telling me this stuff and now he sees sees it from my angle and he's like, wow, I'm starting to see things flying around our house. I think there's fairies in here. I'm like, oh yeah, just wait. It's coming. More and more of it's coming. (laughs) You're going to see angels. There's an angel that hangs out in our living room and I've seen its wings um, appear like in a flash of a second and then it's gone. (laughs) I don't know, guys. Life is getting stranger and stranger, and more of us are waking up. More of us are seeing more stuff. And I, I, like, frankly, it's cool. I'm glad I'm not alone anymore. (laughs) Like, I can actually tell people this without being um, called crazy or burned at the stake or, you know, jailed or put in an asylum. (laughs) You know, no one has, like, shunned me. Some people have, but, you know, those are people that would have wasted my time in arguments and, you know, angry talk about how I'm not this and I'm not that and not living up to their expectations of the little tiny box I'm supposed to fit in. (laughs) Who's doing this to you guys? You know, you don't really need to hang out with people, even if they're your own brother or sister or cousin or neighbor. If people are putting you down for your beliefs a don't cast your pearls before swine, don't forget that, and b you don't really you gotta love them, but you don't have to have them in your house for dinner you know um seriously when uh Jesus came to me, I was really angry at George Bush right after the war started, you know w. <laughs> when W started that war, I, after the twin tower, uh, fiasco, um, I was angry at him. I'd go to sleep angry. I'd wake up angry. I couldn't stop being angry. And just like when he came to me for the course in miracles, um, book <laughs> to tell me that that was available. Uh, brother Ishwa came to me and he said, I was asleep. And then I started to wake up and you know, I was in that twilight phase and I had like a, kind of like a vision and I felt someone sitting on my feet again at that time as well and he said little sister why do you allow strangers you've never met to rob you of your peace (laughs) I'll never forget that I'm like oh yeah and he said, you have to love everybody as God loves everybody. You have to learn to love everybody. I'm like, oh, I'm not loving him. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to love everyone in the world except him. Eh, maybe except Charles Manson. You know, he, he's not all that lovable. And, and, and Jesus said, but you know, God loves everybody. No matter what acts they've committed, he loves everybody. He created everybody for this world. He loves everybody and you're going against god if you don't love everybody (laughs) or with them and those are my not my words those are like directly from jesus he said it doesn't mean you have to have them over for dinner you don't have to be their friend or hang out with them but you do need to love them because they are a part of you and their humanity you have to understand you know the people are not the actions they commit And even if the people themselves are evil to the core, beyond who they are here with their minds, they are big, bright, beautiful, white souls, no matter what. And they are a part of us. We have a shadow side. They are our shadow side. So, all right, guys, I am going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to do something I've never done on the show. I am going to ask the universe some questions and in real time, get the answers with my dowsing pendulum. I'm going to ask about twin flames. I'm going to ask about the ascension. I'm going to ask about time frames of when things are going to happen and see if I get a result or not. A yes or a no and I'm going to explain what's happening while it's happening. And then I'm going to just see what I could see about what's going on from a pendulum perspective instead of tarot this time. How's that? <laughs> so you're gonna wanna stick around for this, but when I take my break, remember just let it play out. Go go take a, a quick run to the bathroom or grab your your sweetheart and Lay a big smooch on them or maybe make yourself a cup of hot chocolate or green tea. Whatever you guys do, I don't know. I love each and every one of you and I'll be right back after this message. right guys so I forgot to read lesson nine of course in miracles and this does help me to center myself a little bit and get right energy wise in case I wasn't (laughs) so lesson nine is at least the first sentence of it you guys have to look it up and do the work on your own it says I see nothing as it is now And then later, you know, the practice for the day is I do not see this typewriter as it is now. I do not see this telephone as it is now. I do not see this arm as it is now. And on and on. So, this will help you unravel your seeming connection to the outer world when you realize your inner world is what is more real, more connected to divine, <laughs> less the matrix inside you than outside you. <laughs> and speaking of the matrix, all right, I have written down 21 questions since the break. <laughs> oh my gosh, the miracle of pre recorded radio. <laughs> so all right, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna start asking questions, but how I do this is I... Oh, hold on, I'm gonna move some things over here. How I do this is I make my mind a blank canvas, even though you all know what I'm hoping. You are the same as me, I'm sure when I ask these questions out loud you'd be like oh I hope it's this I hope it's this I hope it's this (laughs) probably a good thing I'm pre-recording it and I'm not picking up on all of your guys's energy because then we might get a false reading but (laughs) it's better if I make my mind a blank slate and I have I have two pendulums on one string and one is the one that I use for uh, personal questions romance usually you know I ask questions about people I might be interested in romantically most often more often than not I ask questions about my twin flame and when he's going to get his cute butt into my life (laughs) or I ask what he's doing now I feel a feeling of something and then I'll ask his higher self using the pendulum if i was right about my hunch about what he's doing sometimes i'll think he's drunk and then i'll ask hey is my twin flame drinking alcohol right now (laughs) um or sometimes i'll feel that he's alone and sad so i'll ask if he's with people you know those kind of questions it's um comforting to me on the days in which my intuition and what the pendulum says is correct It's hard when you start to learn the pendulum because it's so easy for your subconscious, even your conscious mind to go, say yes, say yes, say yes, say yes. Give me a yes. Give me a yes. And oh my God, it's a yes. Who knew? (laughs) So it takes a lot of years of practice, not even years. It takes a few weeks of practice to make sure that you can make your mind a complete blank slate. You don't have any connection to the outcome, either yes or no. You will accept the truth above all things. The truth is more important than your hopeful wishes and your childish dreams inside your subconscious mind. you know <laughs> ooh, it's a yes every time. Oh my god, I'm gonna win a million dollars next week. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna win the lottery. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to go on the prices, right? And I'm going to win the showcase. (laughs) Yeah, it's not how it works. (laughs) If you get a lot of like false positives and then, then you're not going to believe in yourself or the process. So dowsing takes time and it takes practice and it takes patience. And you have to be 100% committed to that blank slate mind and accepting the truth. Even if it's a beast. (laughs) (laughs) Even if it's not the beauty you're hoping for, if it's a beast, it's like, oh, well, damn it. All right, fine. I'll pay that bill or all right, fine. I'll keep going to work. I won't, I won't stop my job. I won't quit. I'm probably not going to win that damn lottery next week. I might as well not play, you know, (laughs) if you have the extra disposable income, then it's Okay play lottery once in a great while but if you guys ever saw the TV show Reaper which oh my god one of the funniest shows in the whole wide world it's about a 21 year old who on his 21st birthday realizes his parents sold his soul to the devil and he has to start working for the devil, reaping souls that have escaped hell <laughs> on his twenty-first birthday. And he, so the the devil keeps showing up in his life, and is completely chaotic, and hilarious. And uh, the guy that plays the devil is just—he's so perfect, perfect actor for the job. And the guy who plays the twenty-one-year-old Sam is—he's amazing. But I love that show so, so much. But um, but the devil on the show brings Sam to a line in which people are lined up around the block to buy a lottery ticket because the lottery is so high. And he's like, "Why did you bring me here?" And he goes, "I just wanted to show you something that I invented." And he's like, "What do you mean you invented this? You didn't invent the lottery? You're a liar! You know you're, you're the devil. Devil always lies." Whatever, and he's like, "No, really, um, we invented it so that fools can part faster with their money on payday. We call it the idiot tax in hell." (laughs) Anyway, that's the way I remember the conversations. Probably not at all the way the dialogue went, but it's pretty much the gist of it. And ever since I heard that one, I don't think I want to play lottery anymore. Idiot tax. But I'm going to ask today about some financial things that a lot of you have been also wondering about. And I'm going to ask about uh, some investment related things and also about basic income, because let's face it, that would be a huge godsend. Literally, God talked about basic income in in conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh it's one of the first conversations they had, I think is either in book one or book two. I've read all three. I can't remember. I'm on the fourth book now. It was like five or six or seven by now. But um, God came up with this. Like, you know, if everybody just made a basic income, just a few thousand dollars a month, you know, two or three thousand dollars. I think in the book, uh, you know, because it's a long time ago, he said $2,000 a month. And if everyone had that amount of money, we would all be so much better off then we would work because we have the uh, joy of working if we have the joy of working we're not going to quit our job we're not there because we need the money (laughs) we're there because we enjoy the work we enjoy serving we enjoy you know meeting people and doing whatever it is that we do I don't know what you guys do (laughs) I know what I do. I sit in my room by my, myself and talk to my phone. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my work. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I mean, God came up with this idea. And I don't know if the idea was around before that or if Neil Donald Walsh had that in his subconscious mind and it wasn't truly a conversation with God. But when I read the description of that, I thought, you know, that's brilliant. Obviously, God is brilliant, you know, and I don't know where the money's gonna come from or what's gonna happen, but I have a feeling it's coming down the line. But we're gonna ask not just anybody, we're not gonna ask my higher self because my higher self, I don't know, you know, what my higher self knows compared to God. And I'm going to ask the God, the creator of all life in all universes. I'm going to connect to the big guy (laughs) and I'm going to ask him and have my own conversation with God. And and this is how we're going to do it. This is how we do it. (laughs) I keep having all these weird musical references pop into my head while I'm doing the show the past two, three days. You noticed how weird is that? Anyway, all right, here we go. The first thing is, um, oh, and my secondary pendulum, I did mention the first I use only for romance and personal questions about me. Usually it's related to my twin or whatever. My other pendulum I use to ask questions about other people and other circumstances, things about the world. And that's this is the one I use to sometimes connect with other people um, Higher selves of other people, but the energy of the higher self or whatever is in me, and then I connect or disconnect when it's over. So it's not the energy isn't in the pendulum itself. And because I have trained my subconscious mind, I gotta put this down my phone. Okay, I've trained my subconscious mind to, oops, sorry about that. <laughs> I, I slid the phone I realized this' would probably be loud for you guys sorry about that guys all right so I, I train my subconscious mind to only accept the truth and only accept the energy not from me but from the person I connected to if it's someone's higher self usually though I connect with God about these things so could take a deep breath <sighs> or three. I would like to be connected with the central sun God, the one God, the creator of all life and all universes. I'd like to be connected with the one who connect, who created me, everybody listening to this podcast, as well as everything that we see in existence. The God that created all the dimensions, all the worlds, everything in all directions of all time and all space. When I'm connected with you, God, please tell me yes or no. All right, guys, I'm getting a yes reading. Are you ready to answer questions for me? I am getting a maybe reading. All right, God, I would like to ask you a series of questions. Do I have permission? Okay, great. My Now I'm getting ready again. My first question, God, is... How many people in a percentage were born on Earth in this time as twin flames? I'm going to move my phone again because I've got two charts here. And I'm, I'm doing the dowsing over these round charts. I'm going to take a picture. It may or may not make any sense to you guys when you see it um, on Instagram and my Twitter. All right. So here we go. Again, my question is, God, how many people in percentage wise from a one to a hundred percent, how many people on earth right now were born on earth in this time as twin flames incarnate? Do I have permission to ask those questions? I'm getting a yes. All right. Uh, On a scale of one to a hundred percent, how many people on the planet right now Wow. Alright guys, I'm getting about a forty-nine percent. Uh forty-eight. Okay, God did I have permission to ask if, if that's a forty-eight percent? Okay, great. Is that forty-eight percent? No. Was that a forty-seven percent? Yes alright so 47% of the people on earth right now were born in this time as twin flames incarnate where they're both incarnate no or, or, or okay let me ask it again so God am I to believe that 47% of all people on the planet right now in this time 47% of all people in this time were born on earth as twin flames is that correct okay now i am getting a yes reading all right i think i was getting a little confused in the way i was asking that's another thing when you dodge you have to ask correctly so 47 percent of all people on earth right now are incarnate both twins male and female or masculine feminine regardless of gender are incarnate right now as twin flames on earth Right now, forty-seven percent. Okay, I'm writing that down. That's like interesting, right? Forty-seven percent. Okay. All right, God, thank you for that for answering that question. Now, my next question is this: percentage-wise, how many twin flames have been reunited physically already? So out of that 47%, how many have already reunited physically? All right, I'm getting a reading. It's looking kind of like 30% of those. Am I correct in believing that? Is it more than 30%? No. No is it less than 30% yes is it 29% no is it less than 29% okay let me ask that again okay God um, God of the you know the the center of the whole universe the one true God I am by the way asking right now that you please eliminate answers that will come from my subconscious mind or any answers that would come from anybody else that's trying to influence pendulum right now are we clear on that okay we're ready to ask the question again okay are more than 25 percent of twin flames on the planet um, together right now I'm getting a yes are what is the percentage of twin flames that are incarnate on earth right now what is the percentage of twin flames that are together right now in body is that more than 30% I'm getting a yes is that more than um, okay actually let's use the scale of so it's more than 30 and now we have around the circle 1 through 12 like a clock face can you tell me 30 what percent are of, of the all the twin flames incarnate together okay so that looks like 34% great that makes it so much easier so 34% of all twin flames on the planet right now are together right now. Am I, is that true? Yes. I'm getting a yes. So 34%. So 34% guys of all the twin flames that were incarnate together on the planet are together, which means my God, there's the whopping what? 46% that are not right. Math. Oh my God. My Bane mouth. Okay. Let me see. Um, all right, now, God, this is a question I, I'm very interested in asking. He's uh, saying ready. It's pointing ready. How, okay, what percentage of all twin flames that are incarnate on earth together right now have decided on some level, one level or another, not to reunite at all physically at this point? What is a percentage? that looks like it's maybe 15% am I correct on this okay and is it more than 15% no is it less than 15% yes okay again let's use um, we have the 10 part so let's figure out between 1 and 5 what is is it 10 10 11 12 13 or 14% will not physically reunite all Twin Flames. Okay, so it looks like 14 again. Okay, so 14% are not going to reunite, even though they had initially decided. So 14%. So that is 48%. So 48% have either decided to reunite or not reunite and then that means it's 52% have not yet reunited God, am I correct in this assumption okay according to this anyway can you please tell me how many people have yet to reunite as far as the twin flames only go and again I'm getting a reading of around 51 and a half to, no it's going up a little bit okay it's 50 what percent now? yeah it's going to like about 52 is that 52 directly all right so it's like 52 percent so 52 percent have still not gotten together that's actually kind of helpful for me i mean before what did we say it was like a, a roughly a third we're not yet together i think when i asked god and i think that that god that i asked was the one of this world only gets pretty confusing the main 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 god oh god okay I have another question for you are you ready okay we're going to the ready now when I talk about the percentages you know that I mean on earth only correct okay that I do not mean twin flames in other galaxies other worlds other dimensions right you, you know that that's what I mean yes okay good beautiful all right Um. sorry about that guys if that was confusing for you um Boom, 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 boom. Oh. By what year in number of years will there be all of the twin flames that plan to reunite be reunited? Do I have permission to ask this question? I'm getting a yes. Um, How many years? I'm going to go on a scale from one to 12, like a clock face now. If, is it going to be uh, more than 12 years for everyone to reunite Twin Flames? The answer is no. All right, good. So how many years will it be before the 52% of Twin Flames that are not reunited are reunited together? How many years is that going to take for everybody, all the twins to come? All right. Now, is that more than 10 years? No. Is that 10 years? So, 10 years, guys. So, some of our twin flames might be stubborn. We might be the stubborn ones. So, we're not going (laughs) to judge. Like 10 years. Okay. All right. Interesting. I thought it was going to be two or three. So, you know, goes to show me, I guess. All right, God, I'd like to ask you a question. Um, how, how many years is it going to take for us to fully integrate into the fifth dimension? All of us that are ascending. Is it going to be more than... Do I have permission to ask this question? Yes. Okay. Will it be more than 12 years? No. Will it be less than 12 years? Yes. How many years, God, will it be for those of us who are ascending to ascend and fully integrate into the fifth dimension. How many years from today? Oh, I'm getting a clear 3 years. Oh my god, does that feel better? Oh my god. Okay, here. 3 years. Yay, I'm writing it down. I'm going to re- reference this, be- you know, ne- you know next time I think about this stuff. I need to wait. What did that say again? All right, God, i um, ready for another question. Okay. It said yes, and now the pendulum says ready or maybe ready. All right. All um, right. How many years will it take to fully integrate into our crystalline body form for all of us? Oh, wow. Okay, so that's two years. Michelle, your twin flame is correct. Yay, guys. I'm so excited. We're all going to be hotsy-totsy in two years. (laughs) Perfect bodies, perfect minds, crystalline form, no more ascension symptoms. Is that true, God? In in two years, we're going to have no more ascension symptoms. Beautiful. All right uh the next question how many percent of people on the planet right now will wake up and ascend do i have permission to ask this question beautiful how many people on the planet right now what percentage on a scale of one to 100 percent how many of the percentage of people on the planet will wake up and decide to ascend Oh, this is super good news. Alright, am I to assume that you mean 90%? Yes. Beautiful. And out of the nine and is it more than ninety percent? No. Is it less than ninety percent? No. So ninety percent of the people right on the nose of all people living on the planet right now and the pendulum is going wild, folks. Oh my god, it's like Hopping and going in a really powerful, intense yes, yes, yes. So, all 90% of people are going to ascend. That's cool. Uh, I have another quick question before we move on to the, the questions I've written down. Is this okay? Great. Are you ready? Yes. It said yes and then said ready. All right, God, I have a question can these numbers fluctuate and change the answer of course is yes is it possible we will hop timelines where the answers will change no so these answers that you're giving me are pretty much across the board regardless of time space and dimension right now the answer is yes and is going crazy so yes 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 all right um next question How many people we'll just use 1 to 12 for the percentage even though we're using the clock face numbers we're gonna say it's 1 to 12 percent because it's easier that way if I'm going to say how many people will wake well I mean I'm sorry I already excuse me wrong one scratch up you guys ready all right there we go god you're ready all right uh, how many people percentage-wise will be moved off the planet because they're going to refuse to wake up and they're just going to be moved to another planet as far as just, you know, that's it. They don't even know what's happening. That's like 8%. Wow, it's going to be a pretty small planet to move to, right? <laughs> so is that, in I to mean, is that really 8%? So 8% of the people will be moved. That's interesting, yeah? And just for clarification, how many people will die on the planet as far as percentage-wise? How many people are going to die instead of be moved or move up to the uh, fifth dimension? Oh, wait, do I have permission to ask this question? and um you're ready okay great how many percent what percentage of people on the planet right now god will actually i'm asking this of god uh what percentage people will die before um people are ascended or moved is that like two percent is it a little bit more than two percent is it on the nose two percent all right so that's cool that adds up right okay two percent I'm going to ask you a question real quick did I influence that number with my subconscious mind I'm getting a no was that the true answer so 2% of the population are going to die not as bad as I thought before Um, did the light workers and the positive people that are sending did they actually change that number with their minds I'm getting a yes did we change that number with our prayers I'm getting a big yes all right. This is a fun question. Will, okay, yeah, okay, yes. And are we ready? Yes. Okay, God, will we get basic income in our, we'll say in the next 10 years? Is that okay to say? Is it okay for me to ask this question? Yes. Yes. Great. Are we ready? Okay, God, I'd like to ask a question. Will we get basic income in the next five years on this planet? The answer I'm seeing is yes. Will that basic income that everyone gets on the planet be more, um, will it be more than five years? The answer is no. Will everybody on the planet have some sort of a basic income within the next five years? The answer is yes. And will it be within, Then, do I have permission to ask what year? The answer is no, I do not have permission. Are we ready? Beautiful. And um, on a scale of 1, to 12, we're going to ask how many thousands of dollars in United States dollar currency. So we all have a handle on how much that will be for each of us, regardless of country or whatever we live in. Do I have permission to ask how much it's going to be on average? So out of all the people in the world, everyone's going to get basic income. Does this include children and minors? The answer is no. Will families get more more income if they have more kids or kids? Yes. I'm getting the answer. Yes. So let's just say the basic average adult, we're not going to talk about kids and that, but we know that they're going to get more. What is the basic income going to be on average in U.S. dollars for each individual adult, roughly? You guys, I'm closing my eyes on this because I don't want to influence it based on what I've heard. All right, now we're getting a really strange reading. It's going around in a circle, and it's a yes. It's a clockwise circle? Not exactly what I asked. Okay, God, do I have permission to ask how much money we'll get? All right. God, can you please tell me how much money we'll get um, as far as basic income in the form of U.S. dollars, even if we don't get it? You understand what I'm talking about? Okay, great. <laughs> you have to know how not to be unclear in your question asking. And sometimes I am a little bit. Unclear, So I have to re- <laughs> recalibrate my questions. All right, guys, here we go. I had to shift. I hope you guys didn't hear my hip crack. If you heard that weird, like, sound, it was my hip. Ah. All right. All right, God, do I have permission to ask this question? Great. How many, how much money in thousands of dollars are we going to be able to get in USD form is that a number coming out of my okay is that a number coming out of my subconscious mind is that what it's really truly going to be all right I'm going to close my eyes is it okay if I close my eyes before I say the number okay that's what I've heard before but I want to make sure okay in in terms of thousands of dollars using the, the face where 12 will be 12,000, 1 will be 1,000, and all the numbers around the clock face. Do you understand what I mean? Okay. So, in, in terms of thousands of dollars, how many thousands of dollars? 1,000, 2,000, 3, you know, et cetera. How many thousands of dollars will we get in as far as basic income? All right, guys, it's $4,000. I mean,. That's what I heard before, and I'm hoping we're on that timeline that that happens for us, because that's freaking cool. Um, I'm writing $4,000 down This is how much I asked. Now, I did ask this question. I'm going to ask it again. How many years, based on our current timeline, will it be before? We have basic income. Do I have permission to ask this question? How many years will it be before, roughly, we're not going to hold you to it if it's like four or five months because humans are stubborn, you know, in either direction or whatever, but how many years do I have permission to ask how many years could be before we have basic income? On the clock face, by years, one, two, three, et cetera. How many years is this going to be before we get basic income? Uh, all right is that 11 no is that five okay I just wanted to make sure five years guys five years to wait so five years I'm writing that down now how many of us on percentage do I have permission to ask okay on a scale of one percent all the way to one hundred percent out of all of those of us that are um fully ascending to the 5d the 90% of us that are going up 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 out of this percentage how many of us percentage wise are on our final timeline before fully integrating into 5d right now Uh, do I have permission to ask this question is this a valid question because I don't always understand how time and space and dimensionality works yet so yeah yeah, I'm getting yes 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 okay so how many of us percentage-wise are on our final timeline right in this now moment Um, how many of us are I'm gonna ask again because I what how many of us percentage-wise are on our final timeline before we fully start integrating into the fifth dimension do any of us have to go to, okay, 100% guys, we're it, this is it, June, told you, God, that's so cool. If you guys could verify this for me, see what you guys get if you are also pendulum dowsers or you dows with L rods or whatever it is that you get. I mean, it would be nice to check the numbers against other people's questioning if you know you're clear and you have a blank slate mind. I try my best, but you know, obviously, there's always a, a little bit of user error. Available, you know, it's possible. Um, I already asked this question. What will be the amount of money in U.S. dollars of the average? That was four thousand. Four thousand dollars. God, that would be so great. Four thousand dollars is more than I've made in the last ten years per month so that would be a huge relief and not a whole lot i mean it won't be like where we're all going to be super rich and you know just sipping drinks on the beach but it would be enough for us to live you know basic lives and then whatever we add to that we're going to feel great right so all right this is a fun question um you ready god yes and we're ready Are we all on the timeline in which we are going to have one world government in the fifth dimension? Do I have permission to ask this question? Yes. Are we on the one, are we currently on the timeline in which we will have one world government in the fifth dimension? Are we on that timeline right now? No. No. Will we ever hop to that timeline that will have one world government? No. Is there going to be a one world government um, on this timeline? Or, okay. Will there be a one world government in the fifth dimension? No. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys, Are you ready, God, for the next question? Beautiful. Will time travel exist physically with time travel machines for us do I have permission to ask this question the answer is yes are you ready okay great I'm gonna ask it again now will time travel exist physically for us and will that be with time travel machines that we use to time travel basically Oh, okay, let me ask it again. Maybe I was unclear. I got a big yes. <laughs> let me ask it again, God. This is for you to answer and no one else and not for my subconscious mind. I want the truth and the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. Are we on the timeline? I'm sorry, that was the wrong question. So sorry, <whistles> scratch that. <laughs> Will time travel exist physically with time travel machines? for us soon alright let me ask that again maybe I was unclear God only God answers this question okay you ready alright will time travel exist physically the answer is yes okay with time travel machines will time travel machines exist The answer is yes, but then it says needs new information. Needs new information. All right. So will we be able to travel in time with machines? Needs new information. Will we be able to travel in time with our minds only? Yes. And the new information, is it because there's going to be more than one machine available? Yes. Okay. So that was a little, that was what the confusion was at that one. Uh, yes and more information on the machines okay will people be able to stop working entirely with this basic income or will inflation rise so that we all still need to work that's like the basic question So when I ask this, I have in mind the idea that inflation could exist and inflation could force us back into a situation where we work and the basic income is only a relief for a short time and then doesn't really function after that. So do you understand kind of what the place of where I'm coming from with this? Great. Are you ready to answer the main basic question? Ready. Okay. Will we be able to stop working with basic income? the answer is yes a huge yes it's hopping and jumping beautiful now is there a certain amount of years this is going to work and then not work the answer is no is basic income going to work forever the answer is yes freaking thank God okay so some of you out there have asked that question to me directly I'm going to ask. All right. Here we go. Yes, you're there. Are we ready? Yes. Here is the question Is it a good idea to invest in Bitcoin? Yes. all right and is it a good idea to invest in other cryptocurrencies no are some of the other cryptocurrencies good yes we would have to ask it yes okay we would have to ask individually all right god that's a big one so but is it okay for us to invest in Bitcoin can you tell me when it will be a good time it's over $9,000 for one Bitcoin right now can you tell us God how low it should go before we invest Should we invest right now? It says needs new information. Can you tell me what will be the best time on the timeline we're on right now? Like as far as the number it will be? This is like kind of crazy, right? All right. How, like, will Bitcoin ever go below 6,000 again? No. Will Bitcoin go below 7,000? No. Will Bitcoin go below 8,000? Yes. Will Bitcoin go below 7,500? No. So we're not going to wait for that. Should we wait until it goes below 7,700? No. Should we wait until Bitcoin goes below 7,800? Yes. So if Bitcoin goes below 7,800, guys, buy as much of it as you can. Even if it's $100, even if it's $1,000, you don't have to buy one whole Bitcoin just enough to kind of hedge your bets a little bit whatever you can afford to lose though because I can't give fully I can't give doctor advice or financial advice but this is the information I'm getting from the pendulum and God so I trust the information but you have to take it with a grain of salt and maybe do your own research as well okay all right God I have another question about this particular thing Okay, should I ask, can I ask any more questions about Bitcoin? The answer is no. We're ready to go on to the next one. The answer is yes. Are you ready? Answer is ready. Are pot stocks like CBD, oil, or marijuana investments as far as the stock market is concerned? Do I have permission to ask about this if they're wise investments? Yes. So is any marijuana, pot, or CBD uh, thing mostly... I'm getting a yes. okay. So is it a wise investment to invest in CBD oil products? Yes. Is it a wise investment to invest in pot stocks? Oh, this is weird. I'm it started off with no, but now it's a giant circular yes. So cool. Uh, Is it a wise idea to invest in cannabis oil um, stocks? So basically anything to do with marijuana, cannabis oil, or pot. (laughs) Elena says, yes, good vibes. (laughs) We love drugs. I'm just kidding. It's not a drug. It's a God-created drug. (laughs) Um, Here's a fun one. Do I have permission to ask about the ET Space Brothers? Yeah. Cool all right God you ready to answer this question all right will we be able to see and meet our space brothers soon the answer is a counter I mean a a clockwise circle yes a big big circle all right do I have permission to ask how many years it's going to be all right on the scale of 1 to 12 like a clock face from this circle how many years is it can be before our space brothers come to join us physically where we could see them and interact with them? Is that a less than five years? Is it more than five years? Is it about five and a half years? I'm getting about five and a half years on this. Five and a half years. And the answer was yes. We'll see them. Do I have permission to ask about what they may or may not be able to do for us great are you ready to answer that question good will they be able to help solve the world's pollution problems yes okay and will they help us solve crisis crises of water well okay Will the extraterrestrial space brothers help us solve crisis of water not having enough water to drink, potable water. All right, yes, 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 yes. Um, and will our extraterrestrial space brothers help us solve the crises of food scarcity around the world? Do I have permission to ask this? You ready to answer the question? Beautiful. Will the ETs help us solve the crisis of food scarcity around the world? I'm kind of getting a maybe on this and there might mean it, it may be like if they solve our water crisis then let me ask about the water crisis again will the extraterrestrial space brothers help us solve the water crisis and maybe once we solve the water crisis yeah I'm getting yes on this and will they help us with our pollution problems yes will they help us with our food problems I'm still getting kind of like a no now but also Needs new information, so maybe okay. Let me ask that question. God, did I push to ask about food on the planet when we're fully anchored in the 5D? Are we gonna still have to eat all the time? I mean, not all the time, not like constantly eating. Okay, let me start this over. That was a really bad question, badly phrased. Sorry about that, guys. Um, God, will we still have to eat food in the fifth dimension? Will we eat less food in the fifth dimension? Yes, we're going to still eat. We're going to eat less food than we normally do. Um, I mean, unless we want to, probably. That's probably needs new information. (laughs) Um, Will the extraterrestrials help us solve the not not everyone having food crisis? But will that also be solved by the basic income? Oh, okay. I see. That's why that would be a no. Having basic income. Is going to help everybody have enough money to, of course, grow their own food. All right. Well, that was it. I had 21 questions to ask God about living life the way we do. (laughs) I don't know, guys. If you want to ask the same questions, I would be more than happy. To hear what your answers are on on these questions if you get the same ones i mean again i could be influencing it maybe i didn't word the questions correctly um take everything with a grain of salt use your discernment if you felt in your heart or your gut or your mind or your throat if you felt anywhere in your body kind of like a uh, like uh, didn't feel good when i answered yes or no maybe i didn't get it right I mean, I know I got the reading right, but maybe I didn't phrase a question right. If you understand what I mean there, you know, it's possible. I have been doing dowsing for a very long time, for about 15 years, maybe longer. And actually longer, actually, since my oldest was maybe about four, maybe even less. So, you know, like 15 to 20 years I've been doing this, maybe 16, 17 years. So my, um, I've been doing it for a long time. Sometimes I'll I'll get a yes on something and I know for sure it's going to happen and then it doesn't happen. So what happens when something doesn't happen? It could be that I got a false positive. It could be that I hopped a timeline or that I made a decision that would make me not get the thing I thought I was going to get or the thing that I thought would happen. Or sometimes when it involves decision-making processes of other human beings, you A, can't control them, and B, can't predict them. (laughs) So it's kind of like, I don't know. Divination of the future is always sketchy, and it's not 100%. And if we all think, yeah, 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 it's going to happen, or if we go, well, I doubt that's going to happen, that can also affect the outcome so you have the answers of what I got but again don't hold me to it don't burn me at the stake if it doesn't happen <laughs> because I can't control all the other people in the world I know if it was me we would all have basic income tomorrow I know if it was me up nope, to me I don't know I think all the twin flames well I, I would say you know what just let them reunite when they're ready you know if you force anything you force the river you're just going to drown. <laughs> you, know? you can't stand in a river and push it back with your hands. You can't stop something that's not meant, you know, you can't stop something that's meant to be and you can't start something <coughs> that's not meant to be yet. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. You can't put the cart before the horse. Not whores. <laughs> Horse. <laughs> oh, God. That was fun. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I hope. I don't know. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm probably going to invest in Bitcoin and pot stocks, but not all of my money, not all of it, but maybe 10%. Maybe 10%. Maybe. 15 to 20% of what I have, which isn't very much, to be honest with you. I just want a teeny, tiny start, like a nest egg, something I know. I'm going to have to carry me over until we get our, you know, basic income, if that happens. There was so many governments saying, yes, it's going to happen. We're so excited. And then all of a sudden, lately, there's been a backlash against it. People go, we don't see where the money's going to come from. We don't know what's going to happen you know, so I think we ought to ignore the backlash and just all keep imagining it and praying for it because I feel that it's going to be a huge amount of good in the world. You know, people that make millions of dollars a year, they're not going to need the 4,000 extra. They're probably just donated to charity every month, you know, It's pretty cool, you know, to think that people would do that. There are people in the world that give 90% of their income away, and they're still millionaires. I mean, I have heard these stories, and it really inspires me. That would be amazing. I mean, I've had people tell me, don't get rich, oh, don't worry about getting rich, money isn't everything. It's like, yeah, but you're, like, donating, what, five bucks a month? If I was a millionaire, I could donate $10,000 a month or twenty or $30,000 a month. You know, I could save 200 villages in Africa every single month if I could give away, you know, the right amount of money, $50,000 a month or whatever. You know, so I mean, don't ever hold yourself back thinking, well, if I get more money than someone else will have less, it's not true. You know, because if you get more money and you have excess, you know you're going to help people. If you're a good person, money just makes you more of what you are. If you're an asshole, you'll be a, you'll become a bigger asshole. If you're a really wonderful person, you're going to become the best person you ever could possibly imagine you to be. That's just the way it is. It's my two cents. Cents. <laughs> <Sense. laughs> money. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I did not mean that pun but <laughs> anyway I love each and every one of you that's all I have got to say about that <clears> throat> my throat is starting to get a little raw cuz I've been talking so much but um yeah there it is there it is I hope I hope this gave you guys some hope it gave me some hope for sure I'm I'm shocked at some of these numbers Particularly with the twin flame situation. I mean, and there's hardly anyone gonna die. We're mostly all gonna ascend. So that's freaking awesome. Anyway, we are already way past. Now, this is an extra long episode again. <laughs> uh, I already went 20 minutes over where I thought it was gonna be, but you know what? Hey, if you guys like the show, you're gonna stick with it, right? I love each and every one of you, as I've already mentioned. Thank you for being my listener and sharing the podcast, liking, subscribing, downloading to hear it for future use. You know, Spotify or Stitcher, there's some really good ones out there that will help you do that. Two weeks from now, I'm hoping I could start working on making Metaphysical Soul Speak an app. That way... You could just boom, 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 always have that at your side. You don't have to go searching for it anymore. We're going to try to get it done, all right? And let me know if that's going to be helpful for you, if you think it's not going to make that much of a difference. And, I mean, for me, I still have, like, CastBox I use. I, I like listening to all my different podcasts, but I'm still thinking about, like, the Shreen Kira app. I might get theirs. Because I like, their, I like their stuff. I don't want to miss a single episode of their stuff either. So I know how it is. So I don't let me know if you guys think it's a good idea or not. I'm going to work on it because I know a certain amount of people will definitely want it. So anyway, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the holy fifth dimension. Until next time, guys. Peace.